Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 327, Five Things You Should Know About Letting Go, part two, by Mark Sharonoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. If you're new here, this is probably a lot different than the typical podcasts you listen to. Here on Optimal Living Daily, and Optimal Finance Daily and Optimal Health Daily too, we simply read to you. I get permission from the authors, and here on OLD, I read from popular blogs like Mark and Angel, who I'm going to continue reading today, Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and many, many more really great writers, and sometimes from books too. And today's a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here, you'll probably want to hear episode 326, that's Tuesday's episode, before listening to this one so that it makes a lot more sense. So with that, let's continue the post as we optimize your life. Five Things You Should Know About Letting Go, Part 2, by Mark Sharonoff of markandangel.com. Number three, progress of any kind feels uncomfortable at first. Nothing starts easy. Everything begins at some level of difficulty. Even waking up in the morning sometimes requires notable effort. But one beautiful thing about life is the fact that the most difficult challenges are often the most rewarding and satisfying in the long run. The really tough job interviews that lead to huge career advancements, the first few awkward words exchanged on first dates that lead to successful relationships, the excruciating training that leads hopeful Olympians to gold medal placements. None of these successful outcomes started from a place of comfort and ease. Far too many people are fearful of the unknown, comfy with putting in the least amount of effort and not willing to put up with short-term pain for long-term gain. Don't be one of them. You know better than that. You know that growth and progress require discomfort. Every time you stretch your emotional, intellectual, and physical muscle groups, discomfort arises just before progress is made. In all walks of life, by committing to continuous, small, uncomfortable steps forward, you are able to sidestep the biggest barrier to positive change, fear. Also remember that growth begins at the end of your comfort zone. Not only is it important to accept the discomfort of taking steps forward, it is also necessary to let go of comfortable routines and situations from the past. Holding on to the way things were prevents you from growing into who you are now and who you are capable of being. Angel and I discuss this in more detail in the goals and success chapter of 1000 Little Things Happy Successful People Do Differently. Number four, the past did not provide your only opportunity for happiness. Reminiscing about great pastimes is always a pleasure, so long as reviewing these pastimes is not used as a way of emphasizing how terrible the present is by contrast. If you start living in the past to such a great extent that the opportunities in the present are ignored, you have a problem. For instance, if you don't ever give a potential new partner a chance simply because you quote-unquote know they could never live up to your perfect lover from the past, 
This is a huge warning sign. Feeling that the past was a golden age of seamless perfection, a time of infinite happiness, is not an accurate assessment of reality. Comparing this idealized retrospection with the present can lead you to believe the present can never be a happy place, thus preventing you from enjoying the moment and looking forward to the next. Here are two practices that might be helpful. A, to help you feel better about specific situations in the present, you might close your eyes, relax, and focus on a wonderful past time, and then imagine yourself drifting into the present with all those good feelings from the past. These things did happen, and they are worth celebrating. This can help you actually use the positive points from the past rather than bemoan their passing. And B, look for any ways that the present might actually be better than the past, however slight, even if it's simply that you have learned from the past and are now in a better place to make future decisions. The bottom line is that life needs to continue right up until the moment you die. If at a certain point all you do is look back, you have, in effect, stopped living. You need to resist the trap of believing the past was so perfect that the present cannot be appreciated at all. Read, Authentic Happiness. Number five, nothing can be expected and nothing is indefinitely certain. You need to understand that none of us are playing with marked cards. Sometimes we win and sometimes we lose. Life always finds its balance. Don't expect to get back everything you give. Don't expect recognition for every effort you make. And don't expect your genius to be instantly recognized or your love to be understood by everyone you encounter. There are things you don't want to happen, but have to accept. Things you don't want to know, but have to learn. And people and circumstances you can't live without, but have to let go. Some things come into your life just to strengthen you so you can move on without them. As you live and experience things, you must recognize what belongs and what doesn't, what works and what doesn't, and then let things go when you know you should. Not out of pride, inability, or arrogance, but simply because not everything is supposed to fit into your life. So close the door on the past, change the tune, clean your inner space, and get rid of the dust. Stop being who you once were so you can become who you are today. It's time to open the next chapter of your life. Afterthoughts. Oftentimes, letting go has nothing to do with weakness and everything to do with strength. We let go and move on with our lives not because we want the friends, family, and the universe to realize our worth, but because we finally realize our own worth. So stop focusing on the negatives and everything that could go wrong and start thinking of what could go right. Better yet, think of everything that already is right. Be thankful for nights that turn into mornings, friends that turn into family, and past dreams and goals that turn into realities. And use this mindset of positivity to fuel an even brighter today and tomorrow. You just listened to part two of the post titled Five Things You Should Know About Letting Go by Mark Sharanoff of markandangel.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Mark and Angel are actually one of 10 amazing bloggers that are getting together to do a year-long course in 2017 where they bring you fresh content every month from a different author. It's gonna be awesome. Five of those 10 authors are bloggers I read right here on the show. The Minimalists, Kate Flanders, Courtney Carver, and Colin Wright are gonna be part of it too. So if you like their content and want to learn more, plus connect with like-minded people and connect with these authors, 
all while supporting them, and you can help support this show at the same time. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash learn to learn more about this year-long course. The price is lower than normal for early registration, which is happening right now. It will go up soon, so come by and check it out when you have a chance. Again, just visit oldpodcast.com slash learn to learn more. And I'll end it there for today. We're almost halfway through the week. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.